Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. This is Chef Tom, and this week on Snobcast, we welcome British-Canadian actor Arnold Pinnock. We discuss his new sitcom, The Parker Andersons, working with DMX, and he gives us a hilarious, never-before-heard, on-set story about Anthony Anderson. So tune into this episode, and get ready for some fun and some laughs. Here we go! Welcome to a brand new episode of Snobcast. What's going on, guys? Imagine we just stay quiet this whole time. We just yeah. let you talk. That's all I need is because my internet's already shit. So nah. I just need everyone not to talk so I can just like let, let myself off. You don't like lie out? No, it's fine. You're going to be okay. Because Tom apparently uh, fixed my internet yesterday. He came over, um, which became a very lit afternoon. Oh, my God. And, I'm, um, I'm still on the road to recovery from that one. <laughs> yeah, we could tell. <laughs> but um, but uh, you guys are doing good, Tom? Yeah, I, I'm back. Uh, I came. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm alive. I'm good. Yesterday was yesterday was a very interesting afternoon. It was. It was fun. It was improv. It escalated super quick. It did. We had no choice because it's a curfew. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Steve, uh, you're good. I'm good. Uh, in fact. Um... At one point of the day, it wasn't raining. Then it was. And okay. Sure. <laughs> Thank you, meteorologist, hype man, Steve, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but uh, <laughs> we're excited again this week because uh, we got. Uh, we're just getting guests. You know, it's like a plethora of guests the last Pleth- few weeks. Plethora. 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 No, I'm with you, uh, Johnny. I'm you call it a clitoris or a clitoris? Listen, this is not oh. how we want to start this episode. Well, there you go. Uh, I mean. <laughs> Um, I, um, yes, we have a, a lot of guests this, this month and it's, it's cool uh, to be, uh, you know, having these people having with us. And, uh, today is, uh, is no different. We have a fantastic uh, guest joining us right now. Uh, he's on a great new show called, uh, the Parker Andersons, uh, and Amelia Parker. Um, uh, please give a warm snobcast welcome to Arnold Pinnock. I have to give you a clap because uh, you pronounced my last name perfect. <laughs> hey, the last thing I want is the clap. So, uh... <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for being on with us. Uh, these three dudes that talk shit all the time, and uh, we couldn't, we can't wait to talk shit with you. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, because I'm on a you show, there'll be no cussing from me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> got you. But, got but you. I, um, Chef Tom, I am curious to know what kind of drink you got there. I got it's a uh, it's um, Santiago de Cuba rum with uh, a little bit of cardamom and coffee syrup. It's very good. Oh, wow. what what time of day is it there? It is uh, five thirty or something. Five thirty-six. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You made it. You made it. Yeah, drink away, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're uh, you're in beautiful uh, snowy. Uh, I'm guessing it's snowy. I don't know. Uh, it can be snowy. Is that we're in the same country. Well, well yeah, but this is we're very far apart. Though. It depends. Uh, we're, I'm in Winnipeg. It's it's uh, it's actually really cool. I haven't been here in a minute. I'm uh, here uh, prepping for a show I'm doing called uh, the Porter on. Okay. Uh, on CBC and uh, and BET, and um, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, it's awesome. like a, a hotel porter. What? Uh, no, sleeping car porters in the 1920s. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's that, that. That sounds really interesting, actually. Yeah, way better than what you said. Hotel porter. Season two. You know, like <laughs> after the crash of the train industry, I had to move to the hotel business. Yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> these black people already, man. What the heck? <laughs> That's it. We're canceled. Hitman Steve. Hitman Steve. Hitman Steve. <laughs> um, but uh, but thank you. Um, just just to be clear, uh, Arnold, you you are Canadian, right? I'm British. You're was, British. Uh, yeah, British Canadian. Very proud of being British Canadian. But uh, yeah. uh, I was born in uh, um, Birmingham, England. Uh, moved over to moved over to Canada when I was around twelve. So, but uh, family's still there. My brothers and sisters live with me here. So we have that. You know, I'm British. British Jamaican Canadian is what we like right. to say. Oh wow. That's, very nice. You know what? You don't get the British too much. Like I don't hear like a like a very heavy accent. I tune into the show. Yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah. No, I, I was just gonna say like because when I was watching the show uh, yesterday, I said, "Oh, this dude is British," uh, and because you do it so well, and uh, and and now I'm hearing you talk, I'm like, "Are we talking to the same person?" Uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> You blaming hype, man. You got the guy. You got the wrong guy, man. Yeah. There's a regular guy off the street, man. <laughs> Script goes out the window. Now I gotta. What gotta you guys do here, man? Like, uh, you just found the streamyard link just out in uh, your junk. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what's this? I hey, think it's this. Some swag. Is this some swag I get, man? Or some liquor? <laughs> some. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, we got to get you to do the porter too, man. I like you guys. <laughs> we'll do anything. We'll yeah. take anything. We'll Whoa. do anything. Except, no, no, except okay. get the clap. So, uh, like wow. Okay, nice. Okay. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, you, you two won't get it. Yeah, we won't get it. <laughs> talk to you guys. Talk to me. Talk to me. Yeah. So, so I mean, congratulations on the on the show, uh, Parker Anderson's and Amelia Parker. Um, it's an interesting concept. Because um, it's it's two shows in one, right? Like, if I, let me tell, correct me if I'm wrong. So it's two shows in one, and I mean, so half the season is pretty much you know the life of the family, Parker Andersons, uh, which pretty much um, your character um, gets remarried after um, your wife has passed on, yeah. and and you guys pretty much go, you know, um, England. 
and then the US and and all that. Um, and I mean, and then the other part of the show is Amelia Parker's story, which is your daughter. Millie, yes. Yeah, and she's fantastic uh, hey, because she's she's, she's she's a silent. It, it's all about like her mannerisms and her character because it's, yeah, yeah. it's a quiet role, you know? Yeah. Um, and I mean, the, she's an absolute star, man, just so you know, man. Yeah, she's fantastic. It's uh, Millie Davis. That's right. Yeah. And um, and I mean, your character, Tony Parker, which is the patriarch, um, it's so it's so we're like refreshing to see, um, first of all, an interracial uh, family on TV and also on Canadian television because it is a Canadian and U.S. Uh, production. Um, so for me, uh, immediately when I saw that, I said, it's good. I mean, you know, we're on the right track. Well, you know, looking in, you look outside your, you know, you look outside your door, and it's, it's, it's. You see stuff like that. All sorts of nationalities all mixing. I'm sure, even in your own family, and in England, it's, it's very much, uh, you know, interracial, especially like, you know, place like London, Birmingham, you know, Liverpool. There's that interaction of all sorts of nationalities. So, um, I, I, I thought it was. Uh, the, the concept of the show was more than just that. Mm -hmm. And that's what really drew me to it because we were going to be tackling issues that I think we are running into right now, that we're dealing with right now. And um, I, I felt like the show didn't shy away from them, but also in the same way, I also, I also believe the show showed a way that we could possibly start mending I don't want to say heal from it, but start mending. Mending, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and that really, um, Anthony Farrell is the uh, showrunner, and yeah. you know I had multiple conversations with him before I started, and I just really found that under his tutelage, that the guidance of the show was going to go in the direction that I felt comfortable in, and uh, and I'm sure the other uh, actors, and um, like Kate as well. And I was like, okay, we're in good hands. Because something like that could easily be taken in a different direction mm -hmm. and made more of a farce than anything else. Right. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh and when you're when you're the actor, when you're on like the front lines and you're doing that, you gotta have conviction in what you're doing, right? Uh so having uh, uh Anthony there to guide us and, and and also to lead on, lean on rather, I, um I found I felt comfort in going. Okay, let's go for this, right? Because we do tackle some serious stuff, man. Yeah, I, I mean, we were only able to see the first episode. Uh, what? So, We've got to change, man. Yeah, I, I mean, they, they referred me to to someone's secretary who referred me to someone else's. They got me all turned up. That, man. Yeah, check your email, hype man, Steve. It's happening, man. Let's do it. Why so, I mean, screening now on Snobcast? This is Snobcast, man. One <laughs> episode. Heck, man. My boy's like that, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. But, uh, <laughs> but no, but seriously, uh, and, and just in that first episode, I mean, uh, you, you, you could sense how, you know, there's, there's two families coming together, uh, both different. And, um, but it, I like the way uh, it's a family show, from what I can tell. Yeah. Uh, but also... You know it's funny and it's and 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 it's literally forever. Oh, 
I think you're saying how it's for everyone. Everyone, yeah. Yes, it appeals to a broad, broad yeah. audience. There he is. I'm back. Sorry about that. Yeah, it appeals uh, to everyone. And I mean, uh, and and I, I did read that there will be some uncomfortable. Definitely, yeah. Some uncomfortable. Um, uncomfortable. <laughs> Situations that got him so uncomfortable <laughs> going about them that he just froze up. Uh, <laughs> the fill, the fill in the blank possibilities for this clip. <laughs> uncomfortable, uh, uncomfortable, uncomfortable situations. And there's the, the word in the uh, in, in the well, script. You know, I, I don't know if I would call them uncomfortable, but there's some real situations, and if it makes us kind of like go oh wait a minute i thought we were watching like uh like uh this 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 family show i i i think it's gonna wake people up in a sense because i think young people today know more about politics and about social issues than maybe we did growing up with you know their their, their phones the media the internet twitter the whole nine yards so they're woken up so these issues that we're dealing with they know about it you know, it's like they don't have to be at the dinner table to learn about this, so to speak. Mm -hmm. They have opinions about it, and they are they are very woke. And I think that's those are some of the issues that this show um, uh, marches toward. And and like I said before, I mean, I've just not seen a show that's really tackled some of these situations from a family show dynamic. And it's like we kind of like win you over with the the, the heartwarming and 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 the 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 humor because I find it to be a very funny show. Yeah. Yep. But then all of a sudden it's like this 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 um. It gets real. It gets real, man. And, and uh, I, I find Steve. Cool. <laughs> He's my hype man too, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know what else I I loved about it? I love the fact that, I mean, I don't I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I out of all the Canadian shows, or I mean, it's Canadian, it's Canadian and, and American US, yeah. and US. Yeah. So out of all the shows that I've watched, very few of them also have uh, like somebody who's speaking British in the show, like who has a British, someone speaking British, who's speaking English. What the fuck am I saying? <laughs> somebody who's speaking English with a British accent. Like, I feel like, I feel like it was when I caught on the show, as I was, as I was watching the episode, I'm like, I'm like, wow, like, how how is there not more British accents too in it? I found like it was so because everybody else was speaking just you know normal American it's English, Canadian. and then yeah, more dynamic. Like Canadian, it's it's Canadian so much more dynamic just in terms of just English. I was like, okay, like, this yeah, is yeah. I thought it was really cool, and and you know some of the 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 stuff that we say, uh, you know, in Britain, and kind of bring that to the United States, and and people started trying to understand what it is that we're really saying, what we're mm. talking. Even within the own, within our own family, they have to learn the stuff, learn some of the food that we like to eat, and so on and so on. Yeah. So it's really this uh, this mix match, right? Yeah. Of, of cultures coming together, um, kind of like melded together with American ketchup. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, we just don't eat as much. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean. You guys, they put ketchup on their fries, whereas England will have curry and chips, right? So that way better. I honestly would rather do that. <laughs> yeah. Rather that. <laughs> Definitely um, rather do the curry and chips for sure. Arnold, I, I'm curious to know how this project came came on your desk. Like, uh, like how, how did this come up for you? Um, 
my my agent's uh, uh Nigel was um he said, you know, I want you to take take a, a look at this. And I was like so focused on something else. I was like, I don't have the time to do this, I'm focused on this thing and blah blah blah. And I, I kind of looked it off for a minute, and then um I started, I said, Okay, I'm gonna look at it. He was really pushing it, and I started to read it, and I was like, this is really interesting. I had lots of questions. But the fact that we were dealing with some, like I said, some interesting topics, it really uh, provoked me. So it wasn't until I really talked to Anthony Fair that I decided, okay, this is something that not only do I, I want to do, I have to do this. And I, I really think that um, all walks of life will, will find this intriguing and find something within it. And it, like I said, this is not a show that all of a sudden everything's kumbaya, but I believe it provokes a conversation, man. And isn't that what we're doing right now? For sure. Uh, it initiates exactly. the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, yeah. man, Steve. Like, that's what I'm <laughs> That's what... <laughs> you know? So... And I mean, were there were there parts of the script that, like, for you to take on the role of Tony, like, were there parts of the script that you really resonated with? Like, what was the one of the one... The, something that just well, let's put it this way uh, there were parts of the script that i wanted to talk more about okay uh and and um have somewhat of uh uh let's say input and more more discussions about to flesh things out so that uh i felt comfortable or uncomfortable right in in pursuing you know, sometimes when you know you just get a script, you don't always get the opportunity to to have input and to 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 put your your your, your thing on it, right? And I I found with this show with with Anthony, we conversed a lot. Like we talked into the wee hours of the night sometimes, just on you know uh, certain scripts, certain scenes, so that when we came ready to do this, the conviction. And and the and um, the game plan was there for us to to uh, accomplish it. Okay, we tackled some interesting stuff, man. Yeah. Well, actually, in, in relation with that, was there ever uh, any kind of scenes or topics like you're getting ready to perform all that, and just with the kind of content that you had, you found that a bit even tough for you, like as an actor, you're like, wow, this is this is a real issue, and it's kind of difficult to kind of carry on with it. Or something that was maybe a challenge because it was so real for you. Oh yeah, uh, yes. I'm glad you got my uh, my questionnaires and you're bringing them back to me, Hot Man Steve. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 because this episode hasn't aired, I, I can't tell you what exactly. Okay. It is, but mm -hmm. there was this one particular, <laughs> one particular episode. There's one particular scene where they were like, okay, Arnold, we want you to, uh, we're gonna put you in this outfit and we're gonna, um, you're gonna do this and it's a reenactment of this. And I was like, it was like a, a nightmare had come back to me, man. Because oh. the thing that I had to do earlier on in my, my career, it's right. one of those things were like, man, I don't know why I had to, I must've needed the money, man. Like why did <laughs> I do that, man? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then all of a sudden we're reenacting it in the show. And it took a minute, you know, it may seem like a funny little thing to anybody, but to me, I, it, it kind of shook me for a minute. Cause I was like, I feel very uncomfortable doing this. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. But the reason why we were doing it is to showcase that the character 
was uncomfortable at the time doing it as well. Exactly. This is what he had to do to what he had to do. Yeah. And when you get to that uncomfortable place as an actor or as a character, I know us as actors, we want to go there. Yeah. You know, as uncomfortable as we are or whatever, we're fighting back and forth. There's something out of this, some truth in that. And that's what lures us to uh, want to do it. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that truth is what makes you uncomfortable in the first place because you you knew it, you experienced that first time. So you're there and you're back and if anything, you know, that could come out. You know how best to look uncomfortable as your character. It's more authentic. Yeah. yeah. After that episode, you guys should have me back, man. <laughs> what, what, what episode, what number is that? What, what, the, well, what I, can't, I, I can't remember, but it's coming up soon. I'll, um, okay. Like, okay, okay. Cool. I'll come back. Just to, <laughs> to resolve this. We'll have you back. We'll have you yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, that, 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 that took a minute, man. That took a minute. Yeah. Um, just so I understand correctly, because like I said, we only saw the first episode. You're a, are you a, a sports agent or like a soccer agent? Is that what, what your, your job is in well, the show? I'm a, I'm a sports agent with only one client. One, which is but, like your nephew. Yes, yeah, my nephew, man. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, I get paid well. You saw my house. Right? You saw my house. I saw your house. I saw your house, man. <laughs> like I was like, there was sometimes we walk on set and we were like, "What the heck, man?" <laughs> we had this running joke. We had this running joke. We have this huge house, this huge kitchen, but in the living room, I think I had like a forty-two inch TV. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell, man?" Where's the 80 you inch? Bigger. You didn't We're need bigger. It was fine. Coming down and stuff like that. <laughs> it was just a running joke, man. I was like, is that a, did he make 42 inch TV? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was just a running joke. I have this in my bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. I don't count. Is I don't make hype man Steve money, man. So I don't have <laughs> it in the bathroom. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think Tom just had a microphone issue, but I mean, yeah. uh, but anyways, uh, well, I'm actually curious to know, uh, because I, I'm thinking Hype Man Steve is a bit shy to ask you, uh, but are you a uh, football fan or a soccer fan? Uh, I used to be a soccer fan. Uh, Birmingham United was, uh, was my, my team. Uh, West Ham was my, my team. Yeah. East End. Um, you know what I mean? I mean, that's... <laughs> Because no, we're from the east east side of our city, Steve. Too, so I, I, I enjoy. I was laughing. No, I was I was laughing at like Steve's like, yeah. I think mean, this interview was over, man. You laughing at my soccer teams, man? No, no. I'm, I'm supporting it. No, not you, white man. I'm oh, talking, Tom, man. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm laughing at Steve. I'm not laughing at anything else. <laughs> that was just a funny, funny yeah. reaction. I also like that my microphone's working now. Perfect. Hi, He's man. offended. Man, Steve, we were connecting with our son. I, mean, I, I think he got jealous, to be honest. I actually I he did. He felt it, and he was like, no, I, yeah. I'm not letting this happen underneath my nose. Like, Tottenham all the way, man. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> yeah, um, but I, you know, uh, since being here and, you know, I, I'm a big basketball fan, man. So mm, okay. I'm, I'm a big Raptors fan and stuff like that. But, I, you know, my, my older brothers wake up at, like, I don't know, 5 a.m., 4 a.m. in the morning. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. 
like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. And watch whatever stream they got to watch the, 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 the soccer games and stuff like that, or what we call football, obviously. So I'm always calling them up and seeing what's going on. And, you know, the update. On, when World Cup is on, of course, you know. Yeah. <laughs> get up to, to St. Clair to have a drink and kind of bug the Italians if they're playing England or something like that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Now, you want, now you want to get deep in the conversation. No, it's okay. They, can, they would probably mop us for sure. But I'm going, uh, to, well. I'm going to St. Clair. You know, I'm like, hey, hey, there's that guy. Come on, sit down. Come you have to do what you have to do, man. You know, there's, there are rituals in life. Yeah, no doubt, man. Steve also just wants to wants to go to England and witness a soccer game in a pub. He wants to yeah, like that must be that must be outrageous. Awesome. Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> pubs, are, pubs are it's it's it, it really is a social uh, place. You know, as mm, yeah. a place where you know you just go to you know drink four or five point pints. But I mean, growing up as a kid, you know, I used to go with my dad to the you know, to the pub and and eat crisp. You know, yeah, and yeah. And you, your dad's got his sherry or his pint. He's got his finger, you know, tapped out. You know, so stuff like that. So it was more of a social event, man. And uh, it's not the same here. Well, you know, oh, what? No. I think a pub here is more like a like you know one An of Irish the cafes pub. we have, like more than Italian places. People they congregate, they play cards, they might have a drink. I used to go to the pub back in the day. A long time ago, called the Madison. Is that still around? The in Madison? Montreal? No, no, in in in, in Toronto. Uh, um, I think it was at like uh, Spadina and uh, and Spadina and was it Bloor? Spadina and Bloor area. Okay. It was a nice. It was nice spot. It was it was it was kind of the closest that I've ever been to. That's kind of like a British sort of pub. Okay. Oh, okay. Steve, take note. Take note. <laughs> nice time we're in Toronto. Madison. Madison, I, uh, I, I'm actually curious. It's, it's interesting you mentioned Toronto. I want to talk about your beginnings because uh, I love the fact that uh, you started at Second City. Um, yeah. yeah. Which so which and it, it, it means to me that you're you're genius at like improv. Uh, because well, anyway, yeah, I mean, growing up in Scarborough, you got like the people that came from Scarborough, like you know Mike Myers, Jim yeah. Carrey, and. Um, I remember one time I, I got a chance to meet Mike Myers and I asked him, I said, what's the best hamburger joint in like Scarborough? And it was a place called Johnny's Hamburger. And immediately, of course, I knew that, he knew it, but it was just to hear him say that, that sort of connection. Mm, I didn't yeah. get to the point of telling him, I'm, I'm in Second City. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I got to meet Jim Carrey one time. But yeah, I mean, uh, it was always a dream of mine to be in Second City, you know, grew up watching SCTV. Yeah. And, uh, you know, coming from England, you know, comedy was a big thing. So, mm -hmm. you know, I felt we were very blessed and, uh, you know, one of the first ever, you know, African Canadians to uh, to be on that stage. Um, you know, I did Turco. I traveled across Canada and then I did main stage. And wow. then I was really blessed to um, to get my first movie, uh, which was a movie called Must Be Santa. And it was uh, at the time it was the first black lead 
ever on a CBC production. Uh, wow. Um, and then I got, you know, a TV series and then never looked back. But Second City to me is like the, the proving ground. Like I learned so much, um, not just about improv, but also about fear. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And that's a powerful thing. Well, you know, I mean, you know, it's all cool to be, uh, to do, like, cause I was doing stand up at the time too. It's cool to do stand up and it's, it's cool to be, you know, uh, think that you're funny around all your friends and stuff like that. But when you're doing improv and it's going sideways, it's like, <laughs> you're like, I didn't know I could sweat there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I had glands there. You know, what the heck, man? Um, but it, it really was my, my, uh, my, my college, my, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, um, uh, Jennifer Whalen, uh, Jennifer Irwin, Bob Martin, uh, Jack Mosshammer, Doug Morales. These are all the people that I I uh, did Second City with. Um, um, so I'm really really proud of that. Like really really proud of going through that that uh, Second City and and to know that your name is there for like forever. forever. And your picture's up there, you know, wherever Second City may morph into or, uh, you know, it's like you're part of that and no one can take that away from you. And, um, you know, I even got an opportunity to uh, uh, get a chance to possibly be on SNL. So that was kind of cool, even oh, though I didn't, didn't get it. Um, just like everybody else at Second City who gets the opportunity right. to audition or be seen. But I was trending in the direction that I, I wanted to go. And, um, and you know, I had that philosophy back then, and I still do. It's like, please tell me no. Please say no to me. Uh, and I use that like, like a keg of wood that I can throw in the fire. It empowers me mm -hmm. to work even harder and, and, and put in the hours. I mean, I don't know any one of your nationalities. Or Italian. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're all, we all have immigrant parents, right? Yeah. They've come to this country. So when you really think about it, it's like your parents immigrated from not just another country, but another continent. Yeah. yeah. Came to Canada and made something of themselves, right? Or continue mm -hmm. to make something of themselves for us to have a better life. Yeah. My parents did the same thing. They came from Jamaica to England to Canada. So what do I have to be fearful of? What, did I jump with two feet and I fail? Yeah. I don't know, you know, like, Kids that, you know, I don't, I'm not jumping across the pond to start all over again. So that sort of mindset of, uh, of, of immigrants, that, that's what's embedded in my mind. So that's why I, 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 I jump with two feet because I believe that's the only way to move forward. And yes, it's scary. Like we were talking about Second City. And that's the whole thing about Second City. It's like, take that leap. And uh, that just aligned with my way of thinking. And um so that's why I bring the similarities, the fact of like your your parents, your families, what they did. And I always salute, you know, uh, my parents are no longer with me, but my parents. But I salute your parents as well, too, man, because they're allowing us to do what we're doing right now, man. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that that was beautifully said yeah. uh, and also very deep. Um, I, um, I I commend you because you're, you, you're, you seem like you're very humble and uh, and it, it just you're very grateful for the opportunities you've been given in this life, you know, 
mm-hmm. and um, and it's great. I mean, you gotta always put in those two feet, right? And just yeah, man. which is why a show like Parker Anderson's yeah as as tough as it was sometimes to shoot because we're doing two shows basically. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we know we were giving something. Do you understand what I mean? Like we were actually yeah. giving something, right? That an audience will be able to absorb and to think about the next day at the water cooler or whatever it may be, right? Or or at the dinner table that they're gonna discuss. It's not just that half hour that they're gonna be watching and then that's it, right? It's not popcorn TV that that I believe we developed. It's something that people are gonna think about afterwards and uh, and discuss. So that's around the same mindset that I'm saying in the sense of like, we should be very blessed and thankful that we get the opportunity to do something like this. So why not give back? You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And, uh, oh, sorry. Did you guys want to say something? No, 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 no. I was agreeing. Okay. Yeah. You know, some things I'm, go beyond entertainment, you know? Yeah. He's like, yeah, more levity, man. This stuff is getting heavy. More levity. Man. <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> funky with your hair or something. Come on, be, man. Be, before before um, the 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 mic uh, went off on me there, um, I, I just I just wanted to put in when I was watching uh, the, uh, Parker Anderson's. When I was watching the show, I noticed that, and I I was just like, I wish this would happen. In, in 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 my life at least I wish I would have been able to see this happen I've never seen such an organized family at the beginning when when everybody had to organize like oh we're gonna go here and she has a class here and okay so what we're gonna do is this this and that and I was just looking at it and I'm like it looks so effortless this whole thing and your character just took control of that whole situation everything yeah it was That's real life man uh, no but it was <laughs> it was <laughs> It was great. I I looked at it. I'm like, I've never seen anything organized like that ever yeah, in my family. Exist. That's that. Maybe we need to talk to the writers about that. Yeah. <laughs> that stuff doesn't exist. I mean, we had a you know, I mean, it's so interesting about television that people don't really understand. It's like, it's like you can't go to the washroom without telling somebody something. You know what I mean? Yeah. You go to the washroom. You just can't walk off the set and go to the washroom. You know what I mean? And, and uh, so, where's Arnold, man? I don't know where he was. I was like, hey, I was just in the washroom. You got to tell us, man. All like right. a search team on the lot. Has yeah, that you know I mean? has that happened? Has that happened? Have you have you like has anybody ever been like just looking for you? Like, uh, like where? Have you yeah, when I first when I first started, you're like, yeah, man, I'm. I'm 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 going to the washroom, man. Bathroom break, man. And you know, you're chilling out in there. You come back, and people are furious. You know, where are you? Why? We need your mic. Uh oh, did I leave my mic on while I was in the washroom? Oh, oh my god! Oh, wow. Crisp, crisp audio. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but I mean, the beauty of this this show is it. As much as you see us on camera, there's an entire team behind. Sure. Uh, the writing team was fantastic, you know, guided once again by Anthony Fur, but the writing team was fantastic. But our team on set was amazing. Uh, it, it became a family, like a, mm-hmm. which which most TV shows or sets and movie sets, uh, if it's got that. That's, good, what that's what happens, man. You become a family, man. You know, yeah. you getting ready to leave and some people drop tears in the whole nine yards. So. Yeah. These things happen, man. Um, were you able to? Um, um, sorry, I lost my train of thought there. 
but uh, you, you started off with were you able to were I able like to stop <laughs> offset? You mean no? Uh, I was not. I, I just yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. Uh, well, well, I lost. I literally it'll, lost it'll, out the window. It'll come back. Um, it'll come back. But but I'm actually curious to ask you about something, Arnold, uh, because uh, you have a massive filmography. All right, um, and and we went through it, the three of us, and we're like. Holy shit! This guy's been in so many movies that we watched, <laughs> and and for and for me, especially there was uh, a standoff, ex exit wounds, um, and 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 I'm like, yo! And then we and then Steve and I went back and we watched the clip and we're like, holy shit, that's him! And then and 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 I'm just curious to know, um, DMX passed recently. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Did he leave you with anything like on that set that you were just able to take with you, or like did you work with him close, like closely at all? Or? Yeah, I mean that 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 scene. I I'm very fond of um, Exit Wounds, man. It was it was really a you know it's a small part, but I think Steve it was, loves it. I think <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> so, uh, DMX and. Um, and uh, and Anthony, those those guys are really. Uh, I want to ask about him next. I love Anthony Anderson. Yeah, he's, the, he's so, amazing. He's so good. <laughs> it, was so, uh, it was so kind and 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 uh, you know, we had a great time together. But I'll never forget this. So we do the scene, and you know how the character talks, right, and stuff like that. So we're at the uh, <laughs> we're in L.A. at the screening, and um, you know I go to Demet. I'm saying, hey, what's up, man? How you doing, man? He's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, I, 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 I thought you talked like this all the time. I'm like, what's the character, man? What's the character? You go, oh, man, I, I'm so happy. Hey, man, respect, respect. But, you know. <laughs> that's amazing. You thought that's, that was me and stuff like that. But I'll tell you this. Oh, God. Just to give you guys some love because I like you guys, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Nobody, nobody on, no interview I've ever done has ever heard this before. Whoa. It's not exclusive. It's not exclusive. <laughs> but I'll never forget this. I was doing, you know that scene where I'm like, you know, I'm your boy. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So on the other end, what I was looking at when I was doing that scene multiple times is Anthony is mooning me. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony is wow. so funny, man. He's so funny. I love that guy. You know, there are some movies where you 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 miss the fact that you haven't kept in touch with people, but mm. he was so generous and, and and such a great guy. But yeah, he was mooning me. Man. Oh my god! <laughs> I will never look at that the same. Now he was oh, trying to he was trying to crack me up while I was doing that. Okay, well, that's certainly a way to do it. Oh yeah, my god! Things and um, <laughs> and then what's another thing I can tell you? Um, you got to think of it from his perspective too, because you're facing the camera. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's behind the camera, but when he turns around to moon you, he's facing everyone else. Oh no 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 no! There was a wall. Okay 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 okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Very 
All right. I, I thought it was happening in front of a crowd. You know, I, I yeah. believe it was my story. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was I was trying to put myself into Anthony now at that point. Whoa, yeah. Okay, that came out whoa, totally whoa. wrong. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Only black people's point of views. Uh, uh, <laughs> just joking, Frederick. I'm just joking, man. But uh, yeah, that was that was a, that was a and you know what's interesting too is like that that um was it a Lamborghini? I think it was a Lamborghini. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this famous place in Toronto. It's no longer there where they sell these expensive cars. So when you take the car out, there's a little bit of a drop. Mm-hmm. So I believe it was DMX and that was in there with Anthony, and they took off. So when they took off, it dropped. Oh. <laughs> it scratched the scratched the bottom. Oh. Uh, and, uh, why would they put that there? I, I don't, I you know, like <laughs> flatten it out. Oh, wait, man. Wait. I, I remember I got an email from a buddy of mine that was on Auto Trader, and they sold that exact car, saying it was DMX. You know, in the movie Exit Wounds, they sold that car on Auto Trader. I think it was like maybe two years ago, man. Wow. So some oh, wow. Fan, some fan of the movie bought it, man. Steve, that's when they want to take a ride, yeah. <laughs> Steve, you would have wanted to take a ride in there. Huh? I, I would, yeah. Uh, that that yeah. was a lot of fun. Oh, cool. and, uh, I really appreciate the fact that you guys saying that. You know, I've been really blessed to be in the game uh, a minute, constantly uh, morphing and changing and um, uh, just being honest and trying to be who who I am and being in the comedy, being in the drama, whatever it may be, you know, yeah. being able to collaborate with some, some, some dope individuals, including what I'm working on now. But, you know, I, I will tell you guys right now, man, like what we're working on right now, make sure to hit my, hit my, my people up and we'll do a sure. exclusive. Maybe we'll yeah. even do a walk, we'll do a walk around for you guys, man. That oh, would be, that that would be crazy. Yeah. Wow. You heard it here first, folks. Wow. Because what we're working on here is actually about my, it's Montreal. Oh, okay. look hey. at that. Hey, bienvenue. Uh, it's a little <laughs> well, burgundy. We're ready. Okay, a little burgundy. burgundy. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I'm actually curious to know before we let you go. Um, so, you, uh, you know, you're working on, on Parker Anderson's and Amelia Parker, and you got this, this, um, this show coming up that we're very excited about. Um, do you personally have any passion projects that that you'd like to see you know in, into fruition or or do you write at all do you have things you've written you're like shit this has to be made into something at some point oh yeah I, absolutely i mean me and my writing partner bruce ramsey who's from montreal okay um we've got uh, a couple of projects that we've uh, co- uh collaborate on that we've written that are uh, definitely uh passion projects this is a passion project <laughs> This particular project's taken me 11 years of my life. Wow. So that's a wow. packed project. But I mean, I, I just have this big thing about showcasing what, like the, the, that so-called immigrant life mm-hmm. in America or in Canada that, that I think is so universal yeah. that you know our families may not be from the same neck of the woods, but that thing of coming to this country, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, all, they all did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, we had to do that. Or, you know, uh, or coming to this country and being put into the school system. 
I've heard so many stories. My grandfather, when he passed away, was here. They came here in 61, I think, or in 62. Did not speak a word of French or English for the entire time that he was here. How crazy is that? How do you work here? Wow. And, you know, and it's how do you how do you just change country, change continent, go somewhere where you've you don't know anybody. Well, you don't know anybody. They have yeah. some family, but you know, it's just such a big move. And that's, you know, it was just the reality of, of, of those times. And when there was that huge influx of immigration and yeah. everybody passed through the same gate, everybody had the same, now maybe not exactly the same experience, but everybody came in with the same fears. That's oh. true though, man. That's true though, man. When you opened up the, the gates and we all came, man, but you yeah. <laughs> have community which is my big thing is it's community. Like you, you, you're talking about a man who could come here and not speak a lick of French or English, but because his community is here. Mm-hmm. They his, back him up. Yeah, they back him up, man. And I find that really intriguing. So a lot of my, my passion projects are either about the past regarding that or even the present, because we do have a lot of people come to this country too. And it allows me to always constantly see our country through other people's eyes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What we might think sometimes is like, oh man, traffic was messed up today, or you know, this and that. (laughs) And people look at us from some war torn countries, man. You know, it's like, oh, the air shows on, that's fantastic. Where they're coming from, those planes drop bombs. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like, whoa. Different perspective. (laughs) Different perspective, man. So. That, those are the sort of things. And of course, you know, some, um, you know, I'm always going to have a, um, a comedy project. So I'm always nice. looking for that, you know, that sort of aspect and always working on uh, shows that kind of give like the real life perspective, but from a comedic point of view. So yeah, those right. are those things, man. Amazing. Uh, Arnold, uh, I, I, I wish you, we wish you continued success man and and i mean thank you so much for being on the show with us uh the parker anderson's amelia parker uh, airs mondays uh on super channel um here in canada and um and again arnold you're the man thank you so much and uh, this has been another episode of snobcast we will see you all again asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.